Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast. Um, we're recording um, a few days later than what we normally do, um, but um, as you'll find out from the podcast, uh, there's been a certain reasons why I'm you, uh, the main person responsible for the delay in getting this podcast out. But as always, it's a warm welcome to my friend um, uh, Nevin. Nevin, hello, my friend. How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. So, but you you are the subject of our interest in this podcast and <laughs> your adventures in the last week. Yeah, it is my fault that uh, we're recording this on a Thursday and it's um, quarter past six here in England. So I can't imagine how late it is in uh, back home in India. So, Nevin, you know you're a true trooper that you're still willing to do this. So I can't thank you enough. But um, yeah, we're we're living in. We are in this together, so <laughs> it doesn't have to be like you thanking me every episode. <laughs> Well, I do, I do, because there's always a reason uh, that I'm indebted to you. But um, it, it, it's a crazy time that we're living in, um, no matter where yeah, you are absolutely. in the world. And um, obviously, we're going to be talking about this sport. But uh, one of the reasons is obviously the coronavirus is hitting every single country by the looks of it. And um, yeah. and how is it back home for you? It's It's been a very strange time. And I think Chennai is not been reacting much apart from you know the hand sanitizers disappearing from all the shops uh generally there has been no restriction and everything is free flowing as of now but back home in kochi it's complete shutdown and everything is like everything is stopped that includes like uh masses in church even my football club back home they're they've not been playing for the last two weeks right and so there's like yeah everybody is vigilant roads are empty uh so and the government is giving like in fact the people are listening to the government and the government is giving da- like proper instruction on how to uh battle this and they're taking it really seriously there also probably because there have been ma- uh, more number of uh, cases reported in kerala that's also because a lot of kerala keralaites tend to work in the middle east and uh they so well, most of them have like got it from uh, got it from middle east unless of uh, unlike the first batch so also if you see a lot of uh, people from kerala tend to go to china to study right. that's that's like a yeah that's like a trend especially study medicine so uh, that was the first batch of corona victims that came to kerala but they've all been cured nobody there's been no fatality and uh, now there's a new batch people had come from italy via dubai so the thing is they couldn't they were not identified at the airport because they didn't uh, inform them about the Italy part they said they were coming just from dubai all right okay uh, yeah this was 2 3 weeks back and back then dubai had no reported cases so they were let it they were let go but they had already acquired uh, corona and they spread it to especially one part of one part of kerala so Please now the, the god yeah, yeah so it's heartening to hear the government is on top in Kerala and um, yeah. giving the right advice, and more importantly, the people are taking that advice. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think that is. Um, in fact, I, in fact, if I could say something, I've been extremely proud of local media as well, who've been taking absolute, you know, lot of efforts to ensure there's no fake news, there's no panic. They've been like really working in sync with government and not really jumping into the whole sensational wave and creating more panic in for like some views or some trp so also big credit to the the entire state in fact i think very proud of 
how they've been uh, going about this. Well, there's a lesson there for the rest of the country uh, because it is yeah. something that um, needs to be taken seriously, uh, especially for yeah, um, our elders and people with uh, pre-existing health conditions. And exactly. um, I'm in a sort of si- a situation that you're in. You're in Chennai at the moment where, you know, you probably don't even notice it. Whereas in Kerala, you know, everybody's on it and um, yes. taking heed well. Um, I was in Rome um, over the weekend, and um, mm-hmm. while I was there, uh, first few days, you wouldn't think there was anything happening. Obviously, the northern mm-hmm. part of Italy was quarantined, and the mm-hmm. museums, everything was normal. Then on Sunday, um, everything, the government just shut everything Change. down. Yeah. People couldn't sit mm-hmm. together at uh, in restaurants, you know, one person per table. And then mm-hmm. it went to Tuesday where everything was shut. And uh, now it's got to the fact where shops, everything are not allowed to open unless they're food stores. Then I come back to mm-hmm. England where there's no restrictions as such in, in comparison mm-hmm. to what's happening in the rest of Europe. We had a mm-hmm. prime minister announced today. And to be fair to him and his government, they've handled it really well. They've had the experts mm-hmm. with him all the time. and mm-hmm. um, But it's, it's quite... Um, you know, when you see different countries reacting different ways, different it's, ways yeah. it's very, you know, like Ireland's uh, shutting down all schools and colleges from tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. And America's banned it's, it's all flights from Europe. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think it's a little, it's got to do with uh, their own understanding of the healthcare facilities they have there. I, I read a couple of tweets from Italy, or I think they're from Italy, where they said the biggest mistake was everybody just thought it was an another, another flu. And so they didn't like take a lot of uh, uh, care. What happened is that the hospitals or the medical facilities couldn't handle the amount of people who got sick. Mm. So that became an issue with everybody getting sick. So probably the right person who deserved the, uh, you know, attention, somebody was old, somebody's got a problem. They were not able to, you know, get the right, uh, right attention. And that caused the problem. So, this is this is what I think a lot of governments, or a lot of countries, are trying to do by you know uh, curtailing a lot of uh, these interactions and all that. Probably because you don't want so many one million people sick, yeah. and then what do you do when you have got like hospitals with like ten beds available and yeah. all that? So and, and that, that's that's a challenge, I suppose. Yeah, that's what the experts with the prime minister were saying today. They're trying to yes. delay it, and we were in the delay. We're in the delay part now. And mm-hmm. they want to push back because they know there is a peak coming. There is one coming. Mm-hmm. They've already given you know, the people, the, the numbers will rise drastically. But they want to mm-hmm. push that back to late spring, early summer when in England the pressure is less on our hospitals because of the winter there mm-hmm. of uh, breathing and um, winter mm-hmm. flus and things. So mm-hmm. hopefully the hospitals will be able to cope when we have our peak. Um, so I can see... The planning and the thinking behind it, and I think the government here, you have to, I have to praise it. Um, I think they've done really well in terms of explaining it, being transparent, showing us a pathway of what's coming, and um, mm-hmm. why they're taking certain decisions and why they're not taking mm-hmm. certain decisions. Because today, mm-hmm. all of us were waiting for the announcement. We were th- we were thinking we're going to go down the Europe way with a lot of restrictions, but mm-hmm. no, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I was expecting EPL games to be uh, played behind closed doors. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but Leicester's had its first three yeah, um, yeah, I about cases it, yeah. of possible uh, coronavirus, mm-hmm. and they've been um, sent home and quarantined. Um, 
So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But uh, it, yeah, it's strange times. Strange times. Um, very, yeah. Um, but hopefully, um, Kerala is a very good uh, shining light on how it should be done. And uh, fair play to the government there. I'm, um, you know, really pleasantly surprised because, you know, with India being similar size to China, if something explodes, it's going to be huge. So, yeah, exactly. but Kerala is shining a light on how it's supposed to be done. So, you know, fair play to that government. Uh, can't praise them enough. And the people, of course, they have to follow the guidance. Um, yeah. But despite all this, sport does go on in some sort of form, although it is shutting yeah. down in a lot of parts of the world. Um, but we'll come to that at the end of the podcast. Um, we have to speak about um, the last weekend. Because yeah. um, when we spoke the previous weekend, we had two incredible games, you know, um, although the scoreline was only 1-0 in the eight, uh, Bengaluru game. There were two yeah. brilliant games, but we've had even better games this weekend, in my opinion. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I was thinking about you when um, Goa started uh, with those goals, yeah. and I thought, I was uh, like, "Oh God, I might have done it." Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God!" And I thought, yeah. "Chennai must be thinking, why didn't we pay VIP tickets for this person to come to Goa?" Yeah. Um, but we've got to start with that game. Um, yeah. What, what, what did you make of that game? Incredible game, and, and what incredible a, uh, game! And I thought, like. It showed what Goa is as a free-flowing, attacking, um, uh, you know, football club that we've all grown to love uh, in the in the past few years. So that was testimony to what FC Goa is, and also remarkably the highlights the problems also, right? So some in certain days you have to respect the task at hand, and you need to you know understand and uh, understand that you can't concede. The moment you concede, uh, especially after you know losing four one in the first tie, then it's pretty much over for you. Mm. And I thought Goa was very bad in the, both the goals that they conceded. There was poor defending, and the thing is, Goans and the Goan team has generally been okay with it because they always tend to score more goals and win matches. So they probably never addressed this issue enough, and they've conceded a lot of goals this season, and that came back to haunt them. And it's a good lesson for them to also understand that if you're going to play in, say, an AFC Champions League next year, you better, you know, better improve all aspects of your football. And it's not always going to be just free-flowing, attacking uh, football. I think uh, the the Champions League uh, semi-final, so no, sorry, the the knockout phase between uh, Liverpool and uh, uh, Atletico Madrid was another, yeah, a fair example of. It's not like every team will come and give you the way and, uh, you know, allow you to play the, the kind of football that you want, right? And uh, I think uh, I think FC Goa needs to learn that. Fair play to Chennai. I thought they were done and dusted in the first yes, half, so conceding two goals. And, so and, 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 yeah, and I, I felt like they could have scored four in that first half itself. They were just bossing. The FC Goa was just bossing. And Owen Coyle was so frustrated and I thought he was going to lose it. Things changed in the halftime. Yeah. He's probably had like a good pep talk or probably screamed, you know, what every, I don't know how he, how he handles a, a halftime talk. But whatever he did, uh, I mean, whatever he said worked and they came back and they, they looked like uh, the, the Chennai side we had seen in the past few matches. They got those two crucial goals and then they went back to be in the, the Chennai end of the first half. But little, little things, uh, I thought, 
but like uh, uh, it eventually became a long ball game, and with Fall playing as a, a striker, uh, the the big defender was. I mean, he's so huge that nobody can possibly mark him in that. So for all the talk about FC Goa and the beautiful game, they were playing the dire, the route one football by just kicking it long to Fall and. Uh, uh, or in 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 uh, Indian football terms, as David James football, <laughs> where you chip the ball to the striker's chest and then see what what happens from there. So they they did that and they got their goals as well. But eventually, I think uh, Chennai deserves to be in the final. I think they did more, and FC Goa probably thought this was going to be easier than what eventually happened. And that 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 was their uh, sort of undoing. Just a couple of things. Um, first one, yeah. uh, you mentioned about the long ball. Do you think they panicked too early? In the sense uh, of no. going to that long ball because 2-0 um, up after 20 minutes, um, yeah. it was only a matter of time if they'd carried on playing the way they did. Or was it a question of they just went too intense and lost energy? No, no. I don't think first half they did the long ball strategy. First half they were playing... A no, no. In the second half, in the first half, what I meant was yeah. that they spent so much energy in getting those two nil leads, you know. Yeah, yeah probably, probably. Yeah, they hurried it. They, they, they were they were rushing in, rushing in terms of... They started with such a high intensity. Mm. It's difficult to play that kind of football for 90 minutes. Yeah. You could see somebody like Jahu make mistakes towards a post, like say 70 minutes, and that was a good indicator that uh, they are really exhausted. And uh, yeah, I mean... I was personally, as a, as a football journalist, happy because a lot of things that I called turned out to be true in terms of how they would uh, eventually take out Lenny and play a striker <laughs> because I was the only... So, like, uh, as, a, as a journalist, it was it was fascinating to have made all FC Goa's calls correct that day in terms of substitutions. But uh, but that's, that's the thing. They became a predictable side and that's also worrying, right? You don't want your best side in the country to be that predictable. And they did exactly what I'm sure, if I could predict it, I'm sure Owen Coyle would have predicted it. And the entire Chennai knew what to expect. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Chennai did what... Yeah. My, my other question was uh, really around, you know, they'd won the Super League, the league stage. Mm-hmm. They've got a, a, mm-hmm. a berth in the Champions League. Yeah. What, do you think, you know... They wanted to win the uh, the playoffs as much. Of course, of course. I think they wanted to win the playoffs because of the price money in stake. It's way more. So for a football club in India, I think that price money actually matters. So I don't think any club would have actually thought like, hey, let's just forget it because we've got uh, the Shield and the AFC uh, Champions League. I think whatever whatever the price money is, I think what three, four, five crores. I think that's a big money for like Indian football team. Do they are all trying to they're all running on losses and they're all trying to, you know, at least uh, uh try to cut down their losses and all that. So obviously I think FC Go would be really stupid if they thought uh if they didn't value it. But I think the league sort of uh, made it difficult for them to really take this seriously. Yeah. With imagine a second leg where uh, um this uh, the the Chennai gave them a, what is the right term for it? Uh, they they applauded while uh, uh, FC Goa came into the pitch. Oh, uh, guard of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guard of honor, and then they were awarded all this before the matches. It's sort of embarrassing and taking the 
uh, you know, playoffs lightly because this is a, it was supposed to be like an intense match, and you don't want these kind of distractions prior to the match. But you know, ISL they 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 didn't think this through, and they didn't. This whole shield idea also was pretty new, and they knew they couldn't do it in the final because final. You don't know I mean, going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and also like that day, whoever wins the title or the cup deserves all the attention. So it can't be like two. Teams are walking in two corners of the football Richard ground with their own respective trophies. <laughs> embarrassing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that planning was poor. Uh, they should yeah, do what absolutely. they do here, which is uh, straight after the game that they've won it, is award the trophy, whether it's home or yeah. away. Um, but um, I thought they had enough incentive. I, I I just put the question out there because you know it's mm-hmm. different to uh, the EPL. But I thought did any of the momentum go because they'd won the league, they're the Indian champions. Everybody recognizes them. They've got a place in Probably the Champions League. Probably within the then, players, they I don't know maybe they, but they then had a I, good party. <laughs> yeah, but then I thought you know the final's going to be in Goa. They've never won the playoffs, so they had that yeah. sort of incentive, and it would have been an incredible comeback to mm. win the second leg. Um, yeah. What did you think about? Um, I know you said uh, Clifford Miranda. You know he took over last few games, and mm-hmm. um, we don't. Mm-hmm. You didn't think it was anything to do with the sacking of the previous coach. Um, yeah. What did you think he managed the uh, situation well? Uh, we know I that think he did what he could. I don't think there was anything else he could do, apart from probably have like sprung a surprise by. Uh, playing a, a Princeton or a Savior ahead of a Jackie. Uh, I mean, uh, considering the kind of season Jackie has had, he sort of merited that position in the in the wings. Uh, even though the playoffs was a little, uh, a little uh, not up to his standards or not up to the standards he has set this season. Uh, so I mean, looking back, we can say, oh, maybe he should have yeah uh, tried a young Savior Gama, but it's it's all like. It's all, I think, it's not something that would have made a significantly uh, uh, sort of huge difference. It's just something that you can look back and talk. But FC are already making the moves right now. They've already offloaded Manvir and they've got like good money for Manvir. 80 lakhs is a huge sum for a player who barely performed well for FC Goa and probably was one of the worst performers in the first leg. Uh, Jackie Chan is also on his way and they've uh, signed... Very, very interesting young prospects in Redin Talang and Chote. So, they've upgraded their squad already. They, they, they're already looking forward. And so, hence, I think uh, maybe uh, with the squad Clifford had and with the kind of season that Lobera had set, I don't think we... I, I think we discussed this also in last episode and we said maybe out of maybe, uh, uh, like... If things get really bad, then he can change things around. I think we said the same thing about Quadrat as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, I think coaches went for what the team had already uh, done throughout the season and didn't really want to experiment too much. That, that, that is surprising um, about the players being bought and sold. Um, we know Miranda, because of the rules of the ISL, won't be the coach next year unless they change mm-hmm. it over the summer. Uh, but yeah. um, obviously, they're not going to wait around to announce a new coach. They're just going to make uh, whoever they. Uh, I don't know if they have a dark FC football. Got, FC Goa has got one of the best uh, scouting yeah. uh, setups in India. They yeah. they actually send scouts to watch a lot of football matches, right? And okay. they're constantly in interaction with local leagues and all that. So, uh, no surprises there in, in them making early moves. 
there was a very young very very vibrant academy whose been just you know supplying a lot of uh, good footballers anyway they since they are like the only goan club playing in the top division Mm. they've got free access to all these good footballers coming up in the state as well so if you perform well in the goan uh, uh, goan senior you'll like state division you will get a, i mean fc goa will come sign you up and take you and make a good player and they are also very serious about promoting goan football so what i think eight goans had like solid uh, game time this season and they're already uh, looking forward to promoting two more into the main squad next season and there's also this very interesting malayali called christy he's also uh in the reckoning and very very interesting footballer very very fast they've all got similar qualities they're very like good on the ball and wants to play attacking football so they've they've developed a, a cult and probably the best system in in the i league uh, isl right now well uh, i wasn't aware of that but that sounds incredible and um sets them up for their first um Champions League next year. Uh but one yeah, coach yeah, uh, that is probably going to be there and he's had an incredible impact is Owen Coyle. Um yeah. from our own uh, well he's Scottish but uh, from England. Um what can you what can you say about this coach who's had I mean we in England in I think the... we've, we've I think we just said again and again. I think we've uh, we've had this conversation before as well. just came to the league took it by the storm by doing very simple things simple things right and uh, yeah it... if you look at it little bit a bit of moves like uh, taking edwin sydney off from right back and making him a, a central midfielder they i mean andrew tapa and he formed a very quick relationship and sort of anchored the midfield for uh, chennai and he he sort of uh, freed up chante and gave him a a more free or sort of forwards kind of a role and jangte is the the indian with the most number of uh, goals from open play so it again goes back to our discussion prior to the season where we thought uh, that he was going to be ha- going to have like a sala like season because he had like good p- mm. pace and in, uh, we were just uh, hoping that he'll find this goal scoring touch and considering the first half of the season they didn't even like score a What, goal this is yeah yeah this is the biggest surprise so, yeah. for me the number of goals that they are scoring um, yeah it's been a huge turnaround and um, it's it's been an incredible story for Owen Cole I bet even he can't believe what's happened since he's moved there Correct. especially the first two yeah. games he had as well but um you mm-hmm. know he needs to get all the credit and he's getting the credit so fair play to him as well Um if we thought that game was incredible the one the following day between the two heavyweights um ATK Bengaluru uh the reverse happened Bengaluru scored and they must have thought yeah we're on our way here but then yeah. um when the opposition have Krishna and Williams um no game is out absolutely absolutely and uh, at least this one i predicted right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was putting my money on ATK uh, qualifying and i thought they were the better team in terms of like in terms of just player individual player talent as well well the goalkeeper had that, a decent game for ATK other bengaluru had a few chances in yeah, the highest i saw like the goalkeeper has also been responsible for conceding so <laughs> sort of even started that way uh but yeah i thought uh, especially considering the pressure situation and the pressure on him um i thought uh, the goalkeeper had a, a decent game for atk but 
but uh, i think it was uh, it sort of like uh, the bangalore had a very salty tweet once or once uh, during the league stages when roy krishna uh, didn't really perform and they they made a uh, you know a, a very bizarre tweet saying that if you know if you want to learn finishing send them to the bfc school or whatever Ouch. probably banter yeah probably banter but like done really really bad so it's sort of like karma that uh, roy krishna will come and score a brilliant goal so that's a, that's an absolute striker's goal open up your body to like a very fast pace cross and what a match prabhir das also had like he dominated yes, that yes. right wing just kept bombing in those crosses one after the other and like a super finish by roy krishna and that's where your that that elite level kind of uh, quality shows right that that's one chance in this it's a very difficult chance you have to open up your body and all that in such such a fast like it's not like you have so much time to do that and to do that to perfection is a great goal and, and yeah and you have to I, you have to give a lot of praise to atk management because that was a big investment they made in krishna yeah, yeah he had the stats um in um to back him up yeah but uh, bringing him to india making that huge investment in him uh, williams um yeah. it was a bit of a risk but it paid yeah. off hugely definitely definitely i think uh, I think this has also been a season. Once we do a season and uh, uh, a review, I think we'll talk about how this has been a season for striking partnerships and mm. generally how a lot of teams have been using a, a, a duo up forward. And and so it's not just Roy Krishna; they brought like two strikers who could play well with each other, and they really did uh, uh, you know deliver the goods. Because I thought Havas had a, a sort of a defensive strategy, lining it up as a three-five-two. playing somebody exciting like uh, non, uh sorry so seraj is a wing back and uh, so generally i didn't like i didn't really appreciate his strategy considering the uh, the talent he had at his disposal he had like lot of you know attractive indian uh, indian forwards like jayesh rani he's got so seraj he had these two foreigners there is very and then they also had the likes of balwant and all that in that team so jobi Jobby Justin wouldn't even get a lot of time, and he was the top scorer in the I League last season. So they are a good team, and I thought Habas played it wrong by you know taking a defensive approach. But eventually, they they reach the final, right? And uh, it's it's almost like Habas like saying, "I know the Indian leagues, and mm. this is what it takes to uh, reach the final." And that's why I did this. Yeah, and 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 to be fair to them, they've been pretty consistent throughout. I know Goa started well, then they had a blip, but ATK, you know, pretty much consistent all the way through. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. How much of a disappointment is this for Bengaluru? I mean, a big, big club, um, big ambitions. I thought it was more of a reality check. Really? I thought. I thought wow. like. Uh, I I mean, it was very obvious they weren't playing the best of football. They were absolutely reliant on set pieces. They had nothing to do in the open play. they were just uh, i thought very toothless in attack this season and uh, so in fact the semi final was surprising considering for once they used ashik right i thought that was a way to use him frame up make him the 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 player for this forward use his pace use his drive and he scored the first goal and he had plenty of chances as well a uh, more polished a more confident ashik could have scored three that day in the first half so uh but like i thought quadrate was quite negative in his approach 
and what they scored 22 goals in 18 18 matches if i remember right that's not good enough i'm sorry that's not good enough for like uh reaching the finals of a league and all that so i think they will bangalore being bangalore they will sit down and think about this understand that they need to work on the attack probably even like think of changing the coach i'm not a big fan of uh changing coaches now and then quarter probably knows the indian system probably he wasn't happy with the kind of forwards that he was given and the chopping and changing even in the winter they they signed couple of other players and it takes time to gel and they didn't get a pre-season so i mean it's a reality check but i thought atk thoroughly deserved that spot and yeah uh, yeah Yeah, I, I, agree I, with that. I agree with what you say about um, Bengaluru's um, strikers. I mean, uh, you, you mentioned the 22 goals. And in comparison, Goa got 46, ATK 33, exactly. even Chennai. And yeah. I know in the latter part of the season, even man- managed to um, get 30. So you can yeah. y- you know, see the big difference. But Bengaluru, when they yeah. won 1-0 up with their defense... Um, they would uh, eke out a victory, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought they they would uh, hold on, and uh, but fair play to ATK, and in front of a huge fifty thousand crowd. Oh, what a turnout! What a turn! I thought, uh, I think that was a sign of the merger. Yeah. Like I think the Bagan fans are like, hello, this is our team now. This is we're some... going to support. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is something that we've got to look forward to. If that's the yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, But of... imagine the kind of talent in in that team right now. There was Mohan Bagan who's already won the I League with all those exciting players there, and now then you've got ATK is probably in terms of personnel the most strongest team in I in the ISL. So We're the best. Part, okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be something um, to look forward to uh, during the summer, uh, the next year as well. Um, We have to talk about the the final. And uh, we've got to start off by saying, you know, it's been announced today. It's going to be played behind closed doors. Um, How much of um, a reduction in the support? Who will have the big impact? Would it have been Goa? I mean, um, ATK or... Chennai in terms of support. I know a lot of people from Chennai who had who've already gone or some oh, of them were wow. planning to go. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they might get uh, taken refunds, but they're not getting airplane refunds now. Yeah. They are travel refunds now. So they are all mighty disappointed the fact that they can't see their team, especially after the season that they have had. Yeah. To be in the final, so they were all super excited about uh, being there, but unfortunately, such is the times, and I think a lot of them are still saying it's the right decision. So that that's a good mature way of uh, uh, seeing this. Uh, I think I I saw a lot of people uh, tweet out saying, "I okay, it's okay. We understand. Oh, this good. is a kind of yeah, that's good." In fact, I'm I'm happy we're not doing something like what they did in Paris, oh, where they just okay. crowded in front of the yeah exactly, which makes no sense. Might as well allow <laughs> them inside the, the stadium. Yeah, it's worse yeah, outside. Open the doors, yeah, 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 exactly. No, that's fair play. Uh, but um, yeah. It's an understandable so, decision, but um, yeah, disappointing. And generally, and generally for Calcutta teams, wherever they play football, they, they've already got they've got fans. Oh, right. So I'm sure there was a big ATK contingent also planning to, to uh, you know, yeah, exactly, ready to go and uh, support their team. And yeah, so I mean, generally as a as a sports fan, we're all we're all doing it. It's, it's in some ways a performance for the audience as well, right? So. without the audience i'm sure the the players also will get affected in some way yeah obviously there's there's a title at there and they're all professional so they will put their hearts out and play but 
won't it's be it's a little different is yeah it won't be different i mean it will be hugely different from looking around and finding what 35000 40 40000 people cheering so yeah it's it unfortunate but understandable like you said earlier. understandable and but, definitely the right decision yes, i feel yeah um but th- you couldn't get more i mean there's a lot of contrast but there's also uh, also quite a few similarities between the two teams obviously past winners um they've won it twice each um yeah. and then you've got the um combination of coil versus habas in the coaching sense mm-hmm. both teams have had yep. contra- contrasting seasons you know as a 80k I keep saying go up 80k is at a <laughs> Um, a consistent season, whereas Genine has an incredible second half of the season. Then you've got the yeah. uh, the, the contrast between the two striking partnerships up front. Um, yeah. How do you see this game being playing playing out? Uh, I mean, again, in terms of personal, I I I think ATK is, is a far stronger side, but. I don't know. It's, it's it, we all like fairy tales. I'm sure you, coming from Leicester, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got a, a special liking for fairy tale stories in uh, in uh, yeah, so in football. So I think with the kind of uh, history that ISL has, the way it's set up, we'll never have a Leicester or an Icewall sort of a story. So in that way, this is probably the most remarkable it can get from a team that couldn't score goals to a team that's going to win the. Uh, in the ISL, so that way I'm inclined to Chennai, and uh, just because I love sensationalism and I love that romantic aspect about football and sport and the, you know, the the unpredictability of it. But like I think it's going to be a very close competition. One of those matches that I don't want to make a prediction. <laughs> and uh, uh, I mean, heart says Chennai, head says uh, ATK. So you know, I'm similar. Really, I'm similar in the sense that you know, yeah. uh, my heart says Chennai. I think uh, yeah. the the way they've come back is unbelievable. Nobody would have put money yeah. on that. Um, but um, do we you think... did, we did. However, yeah. we 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 were one of the early ones to say they'll make it to the playoffs. You, <laughs> so... you did say that if anybody could Chennai, and you gave him a lot of hope. So I, I do remember that, yeah. and it's on record as well. Um, but do, <laughs> yeah. do you think the experience that Habas has of um, playoff finals and the inexperience of Coil does it come into this at all? Not at all. I don't think so. I mean, it's not like Habas has played five finals and uh, like mastered the art of uh, playing a final and all that. And it's not even like the same ATK squad that was there two seasons, three seasons ago, uh, playing finals. So I don't think that's that's a huge difference. And generally, I think uh, considering uh, the likes of Owen Cole is coming from a, a a good league himself, so I, and he's got the team working for him. So again, last week I said like the 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 team seems very happy and playing together as a unit, and and they did defeat ATK in Calcutta. Yes. In a in a pressure situation, so three one as well. It's not a yeah exactly. So I'm sure they're they're looking at the looking their lips at the prospect of. I'm sure between FC Goa and ATK, uh, Chennai would obviously prefer playing ATK in a in a final or in any match. So, so they they've crossed the bigger task of beating FC Goa mm. over two legs. Yeah. So I'm sure they they they're pumped up and they're ready to you know uh, give this a go. I think this is all going to boil down. It's going to be a tense affair. Hopefully, there won't be like a red card or something. But like that could be the uh, the turning point of the fixture, I think. The uh, and uh, so uh, let's see if 
if something like that is going to happen. But well, I think it might be uh, not so much an open game, but I, th- I can see only goals depend because of the way Chennai play and because of the strikers that ATK have got. Um, yeah. I, I think there might be a few goals. Um, hope I'm right. I, I see. Yeah, yeah. I, I also see that. Also, because uh, uh, not a lot of teams have been capable uh, of exploiting the lack of pace. Sabia and uh, uh, Lucien Gohan has have uh, in, in the back line. So if anybody can do it, it's Mr. Krishna and yeah. uh, and David Williams. So I think uh, and especially. Uh, there's there's a very uh, there's a very interesting battle between like uh, two former Chennai City boys in uh, uh, in Edwin and Suseraj and uh, both uh, so so I think um, I I think I I don't know I I, I feel uh, ATK will have a, a have a crack at uh, the 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 Chennai defense and that's the only way to go about if Habas is planning to sit back. And let it be. I think Chennai will win this. Only way to go about this would be to take the attack to Chennai and outscore them. Because I think their defense is not good enough. Uh, and uh, they've got quality in likes of Krishna. So, they've got pace to burn. Mm. Especially in the flanks as well. Prabir and uh, Suse are uh, like crazy good talents. So, uh, let's see. I think, uh, like I said, like the heart says... Chennai, yeah. yeah. the head says, I'm, "ATK." I'm with you 100% on that one. So I'll be happy either way. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, to be fair, uh, we can't deny both teams don't deserve to be in the final. Um, they do. Yeah. You often get tournaments they, where. They, uh, I like. I was just telling the other day. I think they're turning out to be like the CSK and the Mumbai Indians for the IPL <laughs> in terms of how they've sort of dominated the the brief history of uh, ISL. ISL. So. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it, they they've got that sort of um, uh, similarities with the IPL teams yeah. as well. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, I, I have to also um, say, who is the player that you were praising in terms of being amazed at his talent and um, the way he played? The go- was it a go on player in the last pod that we did midfielder? Xavier Gama. Was the, it? the the brief cameo that he did in the no there was uh, a player that you thought is the best midfielder who can tackle who can um... that was Jahu right the foreigner you're saying yeah 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 that was Jahu yeah um I was yeah. I was I was looking at that and because I was expecting mm-hmm. him to get the um February Player of the Month and um, mm-hmm. he didn't get it. It, it because uh, that that. Yeah, Hugo Bumas got it for um, for February. And yeah, I thought this player he's going under the radar, even putting in these performances. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when was the last time you saw a defender get an award? So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also true. there, right? So they, these are the people who uh, get things running so that uh, Abumu can go and score a goal. So, and also to be fair, but. Hugo Bumu had like a crazy last like a uh, few games for FC Go when he was just scoring and assisting like anything. So he's done his bit for sure. Uh, and uh, both of them come from the same country, interestingly yeah, enough. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I just thought when you won it, I thought I was thinking of the players that you were huh. you were talking about. Something yeah, you mentioned. You know, I, I, so the, for the thing is, I wasn't like distinctly just saying about his February performance or something. I was just amazed as a player and. 
the composer that he no, brought to the. I read about him somewhere else. That's why it made me think mm-hmm. that you know somebody else was saying um, exactly what thing? you were saying. Yeah, in terms yeah. of um, the quality he has and. Uh, yeah. Why he's not being picked up, but um, that's the only reason. Um, you mentioned um, another Kolkata club uh, winning a title. Uh, Mohan Bagan yep. got their second I League. Um, Absolutely. And so early as well. Um, yeah. Totally dominated. Earliest, in fact. In earliest, it? in fact. Yeah. So, they're so doing, and it's, it's tied with Dempo. Right. In terms of uh, winning with at least four matches to spare. And um, they dominated from start to finish. And by the Absolutely. sound of it, they're doing Absolutely. a Liverpool here by winning with quite a few games left. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thoroughly deserved. And um, obviously, they're going to be in the ISL as part of the ATK mm-hmm. combined. Mm-hmm. That's going to be some powerhouse, like you said earlier. Um, yeah. Obviously, the question will I now... don't even know how they're going to manage like with all these really players. It's obviously... Look- yeah, I think there a lot of people will leave. They obviously see that. Uh, uh, I mean, there's no way they can have these many players, these many talented players. Which means any club would be sensible enough. There's a lot of players to be picked up. So, yeah, it'll spread the uh, yeah, quality. Summer is an exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, and uh, if ATK win, obviously mm-hmm. that AFC group stage place in the I League will become really interesting. Because then there's about four or five <laughs> yeah. clubs that are still, if not more, are still in contention for that. Yeah, yeah, correct. The 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 rest of it is still the I League, <laughs> the the I League we know, which will only get decided on the last day of the <laughs> uh, of the season. So there'll be so yeah, quite even East Bengal uh, East Bengal fans will be supporting ATK in that one, I suppose. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll have definitely. a shot at, at the AFC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, group stage, yeah. so that'll be good. But no, fair play to uh, Mohan Bagan, um, deservedly winning that very, very comfortably. Um, no. I, I have to mention because you were lucky enough to be. I'm pretty. I think you were lucky enough to go to that game. Um, our representatives in the only uh, the only representatives we have in the Continental Cup, so that's Chennai yeah. City. Um, mm-hmm. They played the first match in the AFC Cup at home. I think it's the first ever Continental game in Chennai. How was it? Uh, uh, I I won't say it was the most exciting football match that I've seen, but fair play I think. Uh, I mean, I I I think generally we tend to sort of think that Mazia is not going to be good enough. That's what I they are an inferior, uh, they are an inferior nation. But here we are. Yeah. It just shows how you know having a regular team with a a proper setup, you know, helps a lot in terms of uh, functioning. So. I think Mazi has been around for a while now. They've, they're running like a proper football club with no other issues uh, plaguing them. So, they, they're challenging the Indian teams now. So, they, they beat Bangalore. Now, they've uh, got a tie with uh, Chennai City. And uh, I, Chennai City is not the same squad as last year. I wish that that squad was playing the uh, AFC champ, uh, champ um, AFC Cup because... Uh, that uh, Spanish core with Manzi and uh, uh, Nestor and all of them, that, that was a very exciting sort of squad. And this season, it's not been the same magic. I mean, we've seen uh, uh, Katsumi coming up with uh, uh, a little bit of magic here and there and uh, all that stuff. But I think uh, Chennai is now again, uh, sorry, Chennai City is now again like a mid-I-League uh, uh, team and not your top tier team so See, this it's a little is... unfortunate this is also a problem when uh, like 
every season there's so much change happening in in squads right in india that's that's a problem with continuity and not being able to retain and especially for i league clubs they are essentially for performing as uh, feeder clubs so yeah, yeah. they have to sell they have to make that money to survive so yeah. uh, it's a little sad that way but yeah and it, it, it's not it, over yet it's it's still there i mean we're well, still playing this <laughs> did he stay t- uh, till the end or did he leave early did you see the equalizer i left early i left early <laughs> so, so that's a huge crime in my books anybody that leaves a football game before the final whistle uh, but uh, you know, it's just it's just a lot of work that i've been <laughs> so i was not even supposed to attend the match so it's, it's a big deal that i still made it it's strange because where i sit in the king power i can see one of my friends sit on the other side and he doesn't know where i sit but i know where he sits so i notice when he yeah. leaves early and always at work <laughs> i always have a go at him i says i don't know why you turn up you know so it's a big crime for me but um this is another huge le- uh, learning curve for me as well i mean i've learned a hell of a lot because of you about the isl in indian football but the continental afc cup and i saw the group and i thought well that'll be fine we've got a club from um, Bangladesh and two clubs from the Maldives. I mean, even an I-League club should be able to dominate that. But this is what I'm learning now. The you know, the standard is pretty similar when you get to. I-League so I clubs. remember uh, Cornelius Stewart, uh, the the striker for uh, uh, Mazia. He he was wanted by Minerva last season. So you see, and he, they couldn't sign him. Wow. So that that sort of uh, makes it even, right? So yeah. here was a striker that was uh, wanted by Minerva, who was the champions, who were the champions, and they were going to play the AFC and all that, and they wanted him, and he didn't come. Wow. So yeah, so that puts it's not in as perspective. Yeah, that puts thing. At least they are on par, if not like yeah. above. At least they are on par, and uh, a lot of players don't see it as a huge jump. To sort of you know jump from Maldives is Mazia to uh, an I-League club or whatever. So wow, that really does put it in yeah. perspective. Yeah, exactly. I if I remember right, I think Minerva even announced his signing, <laughs> and then things didn't work out or something of that sort. Yeah, but wow. I, that, that's what like when uh, he scored uh, against the BFC, I was like, oh, I remember this name. So I just dug things up and I was like, oh yeah, it's the same guy. Just as a final on that game, um, decent turnout of people. No, not really. No? Oh, Water, not. Okay. Yeah, Water, not. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was also not like really marketed and all that. And very few people in Chennai even knew such a thing was happening. Apart from the football fraternity, yeah, there was no like ads or all right. There was no like yeah major effort done to get people to the ground. So but, also uh, probably because Chennai city itself has not been playing out of the city. Of course, yeah. <laughs> the the irony of that city is yeah, yeah. Uh, irony of that statement is so much. The Chennai city has not been playing out of the Chennai city, uh, and they've actually been playing out of Coimbatore. So yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, that is something. Uh, at least you've given me a little bit of hope because obviously it's a club <laughs> representing India. So we'll see how they get on, and we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, and it's the... very important that they do well because. A lot of the rankings and everything depend on how the Indian teams perform. Well, exactly. In the EPL, we've lost Tottenham and Liverpool this week. 
um yeah the game man chelsea city. is the only pride of uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are still there <laughs> uh, just about um just but, about but now that uf has put out uh, <laughs> uh, suspended the league for a while we are staying there for a while yeah um i think the man city game's been called <laughs> off as well so uh, yeah. everything is up in the air which is unfortunate but totally totally it understandable it's unfortunate yeah but um, incredible game you uh, mentioned it well, earlier there's a few little uh, banters available for us this season wherein they're saying Frank Lampard in his first season has uh, outlived Klopp uh, so Klopp is out now in the Champions League Frank Lampard is still in the Champions yeah, League and, so. and Klopp wasn't a good loser yesterday he, I don't know if oh you it saw was his, terrible a terrible I, I don't know if you saw his comments I thought they were so unfair yeah yeah uh, so unfair because uh, he, he even lost the team he lost the match it's not even like both they matches. actually consider Ah, no, I'm saying they lost by yeah. three uh, goals, and they say what a waste by City. And they go, oh, why didn't you? Why didn't you stop the three goals then? You could have gone through. No, I I uh, thought Atletico, you know, they really did a job, and everybody knows. I mean, we lost to them when we were in the um, Champions League as well, but we only lost two one yeah. on aggregate. But yeah. with Simeone, he, I think he's an awesome coach. He's uh, a master. He's a master at doing this. Yeah. Like, he's one of those yeah. coaches I think players would run through brick walls for. Um, yeah, absolutely. Know, one absolutely. of those that inspires. And I think if you don't do that for him, he will break your bones. So. He, he won't play. He won't play. He's, <laughs> yeah, he, he You can play. tell he's yeah, exactly. demanding, but I, I can see him being yeah. an extremely supportive manager. You know, he'll back you. Yeah. And... Um, but no, I watched the game and I was really impressed with them. You know they came for the, with a game plan. They're the and, game and plan. One thing I, I sort of uh, started liking is that probably because of all the Liverpools and what we've been seeing in the last few years, we've gone back to appreciating good defending. I thought when Chelsea was doing it, say in, in say 2010 or 11 or whatever, I thought a lot of people thought, oh no, this is just... You know, park the bus, shit is anti football. Now, a lot of people, I think, a lot more people have sort of started acknowledging that, hey, I mean, it might be anti football, but it's damn difficult to execute. Oh, uh, so, I don't yeah. think it's anti football. I think it takes uh, for 90 minutes to defend like that as a team. It's yeah, exactly. The mental... it's, it's rigorous training and, uh, yeah, yeah the, the mental, uh, you know, you have to be so focused because one mistake is. Your plan goes for a toss. Yeah, One yeah, mistake yeah. in 90 minutes and your plan goes for a toss. So. Just ask Adrian, the uh, Liverpool goalkeeper. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, a lot of people are happy yeah. Liverpool are out. Uh, that might be unfair to some of our listeners, so I apologise. But uh, there were quite a few um, tweets and things going <laughs> Who's going to enjoy? Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, so, but anyway. so I, I also think like uh, there's a lot of uh, these uh, talk about how it's nice that the APL is suspended because Liverpool's going to win. And I think that's wild bullshit, you know, just they've been the best performer this season. Just, they just sit down and accept that Liverpool and uh, um. Klopp has been like, <laughs> like really good. And uh, I think we'll talk I about. We'll do a podcast on EPL because I've got some controversial views about Liverpool and how good <laughs> they are compared to Man City or yeah. maybe Arsenal on a day. But no, I mean fair play to them. I mean they've been the most <laughs> consistent. Um, I mean, all they need to do is be better than the other clubs. So if yeah. the other clubs are not good, it's not their problem, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. But yeah, um, as always, um, time has flown by. It's been incredible. It's been a strange week, but uh, this pod's been brilliant. Yeah. I really like speaking to you, you know that. And um, it's been really interesting. We've covered a lot of topics. 
Um, so it's very, very late. So thank you again, uh, Nevin. And um, I wish you a really pleasant night and stay safe, my friend. And I'll speak to you same, soon. Same to you, man. Yeah. Take care. Take care.